0: And gentlemen, it is, oh, as I adjust myself in my seat, Thursday, January the 18th, 2018. It's another technical alpha. It's a two man show this week, and I bet you can't guess which one's here. Mr. Maximus Black! <laughs> What's up? Hit me up with the noise of the entire crypto market shitting itself dry in the course of 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> <24 laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, because because I don't have any more money to put into this right now, I, I really and honestly could not f- care less. It's what happens on a 24 hour basis in the yeah. world of crypto. And yeah. so I'll pop I'll pop on maybe once a day I'll like I'll turn on my my little my little binance. You know, I've got it on my phone, I just turn it on, I'm like, oh, I wonder how things are going. Oh, everything's red, woo! And then I was just like, go to bed or whatever, and I don't, really don't fucking care. The other day, when I go on, and I see, it wasn't just everything red. It was red in some nasty bloodbath. bloodbath, blood blood Absolute bloodbath. I'm going to turn you up this week, because last week people were like, yeah, oh, just uh, so
1: quiet. I'm using a different microphone, too. I have the,
0: uh... Yeah, you got your Neumann back.
1: The Neumann back and uh, there's some wrong with my my arm, so I have to get a new arm. This is just like look at it. It's you know what, you know what done. the
0: problem with that arm is. It's older than I am, and it's yeah. chewed a hole in the side of your desk. So, yeah. <laughs> so it needs to go. <laughs> but yeah, that was crazy, eh? And then BitConnect went away, and then everyone was like, ah. It's, it's like, a gong
1: show, man. It's just a gong <laughs> show the last couple days in uh in the crypto space, but it's already bouncing back, so you know, it's doing what it does. Oh yeah. Dude uh,
0: dude, somebody posted up like a, a picture of, of the market year on year in crypto, and in every January, January there's a massive yeah. dip. Which makes perfectly good sense. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if forty percent of what we're seeing right now is people going, Shit, I can't pay off my credit cards for Christmas. I need to get some of my money back, and so yeah, I'm gonna pull it like, out of that. Um,
1: it's like a new year in China as well or something like that. There's yes, it like is. the end of the year or something. Yep. So apparently there's a big sell off that kind of like what happened in December for us, mm-hmm. where everyone is just kind of cashing out games for the money. holiday season and before the end of the year. So, yep. um,
0: yeah, yeah, but that was, that was crazy. That was funny. I got a good chuckle. I, I, I went on your discord for the first time and probably about a week or so just to see, uh, if it was the second coming in there and sure enough. It was. <laughs> People yeah, I just were got uh, I just got back
1: from. I just got back from Las Vegas, so I'm still trying to get like acclimated here. Uh, my uh, sleep yes. is all kinds of messed up. So. I imagine it is. It's a lot of fun, and the temperature to, uh, swing. Well, yeah, and you know what? It wasn't that bad. It was. I think the hottest it was on. I think the hottest day was Saturday or Sunday. And it was 20, 21 degrees Celsius, so it wasn't anything crazy. But for most of the time, it was like 15. Yeah. So it's winter that's, that's, there, that's right? but it was still super nice. Yeah,
0: like I wore shorts one day. It was nice. Well, when you come and, from uh, minus 15 and then you go to plus 15, yeah. I, I might actually break a sweat. Yeah. <laughs> like my body's just, I don't it know how nice. to handle that. Yeah. It,
1: it was nice. So it was, it was a lot of fun. My, uh, my whole family was there. So yeah, I saw that. My my sister, my dad, the wife. Uh, was like the first family vacation we've ever had. So did was, you and your uh, old man
0: go play some poker together? No, you oh. know what? He, No, no.
1: I got to play. Um, I got to play about three and a half hours of cards, and I made three hundred forty bucks. Okay. But I dumped it all back in at uh, on like slot machines and stuff because I was with my family. So. If you want to gamble with them together and just kind of hang out, you just kinda of put money in slot machines over oh, of the, the three oh, yeah. days just to hang out and have some drinks. Oh, of course. And you never win on slot machines. No. Like, you know, it's you might win <laughs> no. temporarily, but it go you stay there long <laughs> enough, it's gone.
0: So. Absolutely. No, it looked like you had a pretty good time, uh yeah, for sure. Fun. Yeah, it looked like it was fun. Um yeah, so this week, in the land of video games and everything else, um, a few things uh happened. Yesterday specifically Uh, Nintendo dropped one of the most random bombs I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't think anyone, I think the joke was uh, nobody had this on their Nintendo announcement bingo card. Uh, Did you see this yet? No, I didn't. Okay, so it's gonna, let me blow your mind right now. At, at At a Nintendo meeting somewhere in Japan, they were coming up with ideas. It was brainstorm time down at the old Nintendo HQ. And they were like, guys, all right, we need we need something. We need we need something to expand our horizons. We haven't done anything batshit crazy in a while. We need we need something good. What do you guys got? And then somebody who's probably been working at the company for a long time, hasn't gotten a pay raise or anything. He pretends to be asleep at his desk because that's what the Japanese do because it's like, I'm working so hard that I'm here. I'm sleeping. I just leave here and get drunk and sing karaoke and come back tomorrow. So This guy stands up and he says, I got it. Alright, what, what do you, what do you got, what do you got? Cardboard. And everyone, cardboard. Our, everyone at the same time went, excuse me? Car- what? Car- did you say cardboard? And you said, yes, follow me on this. We're going to make the Nintendo Switch a, a, a brain that we plant inside of cardboard assembled Things. He said, I, I'm sorry guys, I haven't really worked all this out 100% yet. It's a little, it's a little rusty in my mind, can't, I, it's just, all I can see is cardboard. And somebody said, how much can we sell cardboard for? How much, can we get, can we get on the card, how is the cardboard mark? Somebody said, probably a lot of money. I'm gonna say the margins on cardboard, pretty high. And they said, great, sold! What are we doing? And they said, fuck it, make a VR headset Thing jet pack with cardboard strap the switch in there fuck it, you, you want a robot that vibrates along the ground with that HD rumble pack? We can, you know origami with cardboard and just they'll, kids will use markers and they'll color it and it will look dope and, and it'll be amazing and kids will be able to see how it all works and then we're going to create the next generation of engineers and everyone went, yay! And then they said, fuck it, just put together a video and they did and they wow. released it
1: yeah, I'm seeing this now.
0: Now, I'm going to be... I mean, really, I know I know that sounds like I'm I'm beating up on this. I'm not beating up on it at all. Um... I think it's dope. <laughs> I <laughs> think, think it's dope. dope. I think it's dope. Uh, not for me. You're not going to see my big, tall, lanky ass with a cardboard jetpack and fucking, like, you know, pulleys and cables and shit. J- but can you imagine when you're a kid... Yeah, and you have this kind of thing in front of you. If you were like a Lego person or anything, or just 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 a kid in general, the amount of shit you do with cardboard boxes, and then take yeah, that. I'm idea. watching the
1: video as as you're talking. It it looks dope. You know, it, For it's kids. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can't really I can't really complain about it all that much. It's no. not something that I would use. The Nintendo Labo Labo
0: Labo Nintendo Labo. Labo. Yeah, they didn't really think that one through, but they also called a, a console the Nintendo Wii U. So I mean, they naming schemes not really top priority so at, uh, I mean Nintendo. I think I think this is a pretty cool idea for kids oh yeah
1: um you know and you get to build things and put things together um and you can kind of feel like the cool little robot thing where he's punching and it looks yeah. like you're dude i think dope. it's cool yeah and uh it also adds like some kind of weight like uh it's like a controller for your controller yeah right um i think it's a cool idea i I think there's going to be a lot of broken Nintendo Switches.
0: Well, that's that was my first thought this. were a couple of things. One, obviously you can't be seriously selling people cardboard over and over again. So as it turns out, they have, they're have they going to have templates templates online that you can get for free. So if you've got cardboard laying around the house, you don't have to go spend a bunch of money on Nintendo proprietary grade A cardboard, whatever the fuck they're selling yet at, at Toys R Us or whatever. So you can have your own stuff that you printed at home and then you just cut out cardboard with a exacto blade or whatever and you're off to the races um, and then i don't know if you saw in the video on the switch there's like interactive like instructions mm. did you see, i don't know if you saw if it was in the video that no, you saw that. okay so there is a video i can't remember it's on nintendo's official youtube page if you watch that one i probably should have linked that one for you but um there's like a it's like a fucking 3d schematic and you can like spin it and look at it and it will show you like when you're supposed to fold things where and, like, what you're supposed to do. This is, Ikea needs to get on this shit. I saw that, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing.
1: It's, it's a pretty cool idea, and I think it's probably going to work yeah. pretty well for them. I mean, it's kind of like taking a a play out of the Lego thing, you know? It's kind of like Lego, but not.
0: It's... I mean, I, with the Jetpack part, I don't know if it was in that video again, but I, can't, I didn't even watch the video that was on GameSpot's page there. I just saw the one on Nintendo's main channel yesterday. But like you could open the back of the jetpack, and you could see because of how the instructions for how to fold it all are there, and you can see like which cables the left arm and the the right arm and the left leg and the right leg. And the kids are the I mean, as for a kid seeing like all this mechanical shit and how it's working, when you're like six, seven, eight, nine years old, do you see that? And no joke, I, I made the pun about you know the next generation of engineers. It's what Lego yeah. does for kids. You put kids in front of Lego, they start building stuff. Yep. And those are the kids that, that fucking their their gears start to to grind on, on that kind of a, a of a problem solving uh type type deal. And then you end up with way smarter kids. It's just kind of the mm-hmm. way it goes. Uh, mm-hmm. and I so from that perspective, I thought it looked amazing. It's not overly expensive. Um, you get the game that goes with it or whatever, like the little pack or, 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 or of game thing. And then, like I said, a lot of people were crying foul. First thing, obviously. Oh my god, you're gonna make us pay $80 for cardboard? It's gonna break in the first five minutes! It's cardboard! And then somebody was like, "No, nah, chill. Bruh. They're putting the templates for free. Online, it's all good. If you got, you know, if you're... If you're, you know, serial ordering from the shopping network and you got boxes out back... Just use those. You know, so you So when gotta, you
1: buy it, you have to buy different types of like they come specific for what you're buying. Like, or can you turn them into anything? Like, do you have free so, reign to do whatever, or is it simply templates for so certain I think, things?
0: So I think the options that you have, if I'm not mistaken, and somebody might be able to correct me on this, but like, say you bought like the the game or a game that was going to be used for this, and then you you get the version that comes with card the the cardboard whatever that stuff is already all pre-done, perforated and everything for you to pop out ah. and just build for that specific thing that you purchased. And then if something happened to it, which is obviously going to happen, or, yep. uh, or if you just didn't want to and you wanted to save, I think it's like a $10 some-ish difference, I think, between the two. So you're paying like $10 for the cardboard cutouts. Yep. Uh, you can just get the, the templates online and, and make it out of whatever you've got at home. Um, I... I People are saying it's going to fail. I hope it doesn't. I think kids are going to love this shit. Like, the stuff that you do with, like, pillow forts and cardboard boxes and all this nonsense, and then to be able to to kind of do a, a semi-VR headset and you're a freaking robot and you're wearing the jetpack yeah. and shit, I Yeah, it's awesome. It gets,
1: it gets kids' brains going and, yeah. and and they're doing something that's not just playing video games. You know, yeah. it's, uh, I, I, I'm the first person to want to hate on Nintendo, but I've,
0: and well, I think this is kind of a cool idea. <laughs> and who else, honest to God, who else fucking thinks of this shit? Ain't nobody, nobody. sitting at just home. Nintendo. Just Nintendo! Imagine if, like, remember when people were like, Nintendo needs to get out the hardware game? We wouldn't be getting dope shit like this. We'd just be getting the games, and that's cool, because they make great games. But ain't nobody else is ever going to come up with whatever the hell this is. It yeah. would never have happened, and now we're going to get it. And I think that's, I think that's absolutely uh, amazing. Uh, Fable, that's a game that you and I played growing up yep. um, Peter Molyneux in all of his glory getting up on stage Screaming, yelling, sweating like a madman Telling us about how we were going to be able to You know, have scars on our face when our character grew up Because a blade of grass hit him the, long, you know, the wrong way When you were running through a field uh, early on Talked the shit up out of it It was a great series, it was good Didn't do 9% of what Peter said it was going to But it was still a fun series uh, And then it went away Mostly because I feel like you can only make so many shitty spin off versions of a game uh, before the, the, the value of, of the title just disappears. Yeah. Uh, that last one, the biggest one, and I think, I don't know if that happened before or after we started the podcast, but they, they canceled that last Fable Legends or whatever video game that they were doing that went through a thousand iterations and ended up costing Microsoft a fortune because they the the dev timeline was, was Fable so long. 5. Yeah, Fable yeah, 5. Yeah, it was like the more re- the most recent that was coming and it wasn't yeah. even really a fable game. It was like a weird hybrid tower defense hero brawler thing. It was it changed, it changed. It morphed like a, a, a million times. So it cost yeah. them a fortune, they cancelled it eventually, they said, look guys, we can't give you more money. <laughs> we can't, this is getting silly now. We're never going to get back $50 million on this Fable game. And so that went away and Lionhead Studio finally shut down. Uh, and people were like, well shit, the Fable franchise is dead in the water. Now I think anyone... If you thought about it seriously for a moment, obviously Fable wasn't going to go away forever. But uh, we nobody knew how long it was going to be out of the spotlight. As it turns out, didn't take all that long. Uh, there's already some rumors going around uh, that Fable is coming back. Uh, aye, aye. But the, the surprise factor, I guess, in this one is who is being put in charge of making the game the uh the the team behind Forza Horizon at Playground Games has been handed this now apparently they have they're they're setting aside a second team because they're not going to obviously walk away from the Horizon stuff cuz that game has made them boatloads of money and has been reviewed super well Horizon 3 was a huge game for them um but they have a second team they're going to split off and they're going to be doing this fable uh this fable game is the current uh, rumor. It's supposed to be open-world story-driven RPG like the original fables were, so that's mm-hmm. a positive thing to hear. And then the big thing here, and this, make, this is what makes the most sense in my mind and why I want to believe these rumors in, in their entirety, is that apparently the source that, that gave this out originally said that Microsoft was, was inspired by the success of Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, and that makes sense because if you if you brought Fable into the year 2018, it wouldn't shock me if it looked a little bit like Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, uh, it's got sort
1: of the same. I don't know the look to it. Yeah, the like look, the, same the kind the of look palette, it,
0: everything is just very
1: similar to Horizon how Dawn. How the which, quests unfold, which it might hurt Fable. It might not feel as good mm. as or it might feel like a bootleg Horizon Dawn. Not mm-hmm. that I played Horizon Dawn, but. Uh, You never know. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think there's a big enough core fan base for Fable Mm. Um, if they can make it look sexy on the new consoles and it, yeah, I mean, we're, I I think a lot of people are looking for a good RPG to play and Fable, it's not like they're bad games. I mean, you know, uh, even like number two or whatever, uh, I, I only played, I never played through on any of them, but I did dabble in most of them. I still own all of them for the Xbox 360.
0: Mm-hmm-hmm.
1: But, um, you yeah, know, they're okay. They're okay. I'm not mad that they're coming back, but we'll see if the game actually gets made and launched.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure it will. I, I And I and another thing that makes sense is that when I was looking through the news this week, uh, every site that I went through were, were there were bits and pieces of, you know, and obviously we're, we're in a new year. We're only a few months away from E3. Better start kicking up the E3 hype already. January, Uh, but, uh, bits and pieces about how Microsoft is trying to overhaul their software division for, for the Xbox team, because they've got the hardware down now, obviously. The Xbox One X is an absolute mammoth, uh, but what's the thing we've talked about here several times? They have zero games. Um, specifically, their biggest issue is they don't have any, like, first-party exclusive titles, like, they don't exist, and the ones that they did have, they've cancelled a good bunch, you know, a, a good bunch of them. So, yeah. uh, Fable would be a really sensible development for them uh, if they're in the process of 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 doing that. And and coincidentally, and this ties in, and I'll just kind of add this on as a point because I didn't think it really needed to be talked about on its own. Uh, the boss for micro, uh, uh, the boss for Minecraft, that you know, when Microsoft bought minecraft out so they stuck someone at the head of that division that guy is now the lead for microsoft studios the first party publisher inside of microsoft for the games um so they're making and apparently that's not the only kind of executive level move that they're doing software side so microsoft really looked at everything and went you know what yeah everyone's right we fucking suck at making games right now we should probably do something about that and so we're seeing these things come through. I would love to see Fable. I hope it does well. Um, I think what I'd be most interested in is how Fable looks because it's not being done by Lionhead. And Fable's a really unique-ish game in terms of like the the, the humor that it had. and the It's very British. Super mm-hmm. British. Mm-hmm. So uh, getting a totally different group of people together to do it. Maybe that's what the series needed. Probably is. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll wait and see if that actually... <laughs> comes to uh, fruition, uh, for sure. And and no Peter Molyneux to tell us that, you know, it's going to make us breakfast in the morning if we buy the <laughs> game. <laughs> Which, I'm going to be honest, I could use some Peter Molyneux at E3 to hype something up for um, the memes. The, um,
1: I'm, I'm interested in trying out uh, They Are
0: Billions. See mm, that? Yeah, I, I, everyone's been asking me to play that game, and I'm like, guys, RTS and Adam, I mean... Those things—they don't square hole, round peg. Just not yeah. really. <laughs> but it does look pretty cool. It does it look pretty cool. It looks A lot
1: like Command and Conquer. It does, which I think looks amazing. I, I like it. I, I Nate's think it looks been playing awesome.
0: a lot of it. Have you been seeing Nate play it?
1: Yeah, I'm actually have him on another monitor mm-hmm. here. He's still messing around with it. So it uh, looks looks. Pardon me. It looks pretty good. No, it does. I'm gonna try it out for sure. I'm gonna try it out.
0: Yeah, it's it's early access, but it's not. It's one of those games that's not really early access. I think the story was behind that that they were hoping to add on like uh, more campaign-ish functionality to it by okay. going through early access, but you in the can grand buy it on Steam. You can, but in the grand yeah. scheme of things um uh it's basically a finished uh, a a finished deal. Uh but yeah, I was watching Nate play some of it and it does it does look really good. It sounds great, it looks mm-hmm. great. Uh I'm I'm going to be honest with you. As soon as I saw zombies, I checked out.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. I saw um, that
0: too. And that's just me. I, I've been burning yeah. on zombies for almost a decade because they don't let them go away. It's like they just... We need to just... Can we at least have one calendar year? <laughs> just one where just we no don't zombies? have zombies as a flagship title for a video game. Just leave it, die for a year and then bring it back again uh, like a good zombie would. But it does look like a great game, and coincidentally, the Marines, or the soldiers, or whatever they're in that—I think they're called Marines—in that game sound. and This is going to sound a bit harsh, but they sound like discount Marines from Starcraft. It's pretty oh, really? funny. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty it's uncanny. It's only a
1: single-player game, though, isn't it? You can't. You can't play online.
0: I'm not entirely sure. To be completely honest with you, I haven't looked that far into it. I've just been watching Nate play. So whatever it is that he's been doing. Yeah. Is whatever it is and I think he's just been in the in these like I, I I guess you're just meant to survive for a length of time or clear the map or something I don't even know what the end goal of that game is I've never seen I'm gonna that find many, out. I'm uh, gonna play it yeah play it, it play it. it and then let us know you know how it goes uh as you as you kind of hack your way through it but it does look uh it does look really good and it's in the RTS genre it's it's different enough that it, it even caught my attention because there's not, it's not very often that the RTS genre gets something kind of unique in this respect. Uh, yeah. so yeah, it does, it does look really, uh, really cool. Uh, that's, unless you've got anything for games, I've got one thing here. that's not games, Twitch related. No, uh, no, that was just the only game that I saw that piqued my interest. That perked you up. Oh, uh, uh, um, fuck, uh, oh god Adam brain work with me here uh Shadow of the Colossus remake is like a month oh away, I bro. saw that
1: yeah I saw that it looks pretty oh. pretty epic it looks pretty damn epic
0: are we gonna have to do like another 6 o'clock in the morning sit I'm on the couch and play that game oh bro? dude I'm so I'm so down should we do it I'm
1: so, oh done <laughs> And it's it's done.
0: It's we should done. do it. We'll go sit. We'll, you know, just tell me which of those chairs you haven't fapped in, and I'll choose that one. It's only the middle one. Okay, only the middle right. one. So the outside edges are safe. The outside edges are are straight. <laughs> and then we'll we'll play through we'll play through that again because that that dude it looks when does that come out so anyway? good? I think it's within a month or so, isn't it? Something oh, like that. It's oh. gonna be so good, bro. Oh, it looks, it looks fine, And the people that are doing it are the guys that have done a lot of, like, top-tier remasters. Like, they're really damn good at remastering games. Because remastering games, especially if it's not a game you've made, is no joke. Yeah, it's not easy. No, so, uh, but it just looks so good. Like, I mean, the game on the PS2 looked good, and then I, just seeing it in 2018, just... Ah! Uh. Uh! Uh, I can't wait. I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps right uh. now. I got
1: goosebumps just thinking about how awesome it's going to be.
0: <laughs> as long it's as it doesn't be... fail,
1: like as long as it's not like janky or like the frames is really bad or something. But beyond I would be that, if it
0: surprise, because I imagine I imagine this is a big game for Sony, so I'm going to guess that they're going to have some pretty beefy support for the PS4 Pro. Uh, yeah. So it's probably going to be. You have a Pro, don't you? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably going to if you just run it at 1080 and not try and do 4K. You'll get yep. the added benefit of all the frames and done. Oh, I done. can't. Oh, I gotta stop talking about it because I'm gonna go play the game on PS2. I, I can't do that right now because I hate myself for doing it. But ah. uh, Twitch premiere, slightly less exciting <laughs> topic, <laughs> but but a topic nonetheless, pretty big one. And this comes this this comes as some timely news, and I'm sure they they uh, they didn't do it accidentally. Um with YouTube being in a bit of a, of a, of a uh, kerfuffle over there right now after uh, Logan Paul did uh, backflips in front of a corpse in, 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 uh, in a Japanese forest. Uh, subsequently, we all knew it was coming. If you're on YouTube, and even at this point, even if you aren't working on YouTube, you would have known that this is coming. Whenever one of these major creators does something incomprehensibly stupid, which seems to happen in a higher frequency than it did years past. I don't know why. It's like, it's becoming a fad for like, who can do the dumbest thing on YouTube. Uh, YouTube has to respond because advertisers go, oh, well, yeah. we can't have our stuff showing up. You know, how do we know that there aren't like smaller channels doing this stuff out there and and whatnot? We're going to have to, you know, pull, put the brakes on. The YouTube says, no, please, God, no. And then they, and then they bring out another, uh, you know, piece of paper that says, all right, fuck everyone that doesn't have 14 million subscribers, get yeah. wrecked. Uh, I saw that. and so that happened today. You no, know, honest, honest to God, the, the, the benchmarks that they had set for this new, whatever is not really that high. Like, no. and on, I thought it was going to be way worse than it yeah. is. Um, it's something like a. It's really it's really small. I can't. I don't remember specifics exactly, but there wasn't a singular metric on there that didn't make sense to me. In terms of that, should have probably been the benchmark yeah, to the begin way it with. Should have been anyway. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so that was fine. But in the midst of all that, obviously, when anything changes, YouTube goes into a spiral, and everyone talks about it, and it's, it's all crazy, and so it's a bit of bad press for YouTube. Twitch comes out and says, hey guys, remember when we had that kind of uh, cringy uh, thing at TwitchCon where we showed all of our new features coming out and not all of them looked all that hot and one of them was like directly ripped off of Co-Carnage's stream, but we we didn't talk about that shit. Well, here's (laughs) Premiere. It's basically YouTube Lite, in case you were wondering. Uh, And then at the same time... They announced that they partnered with Disney and they're bringing over a couple of heady, uh, heavy hitters from YouTube itself um, to produce content specifically for Twitch. Uh, the, uh, let me see here, the list of names being, one really only one of these is probably the most well-known and then the rest of it is, Markiplier is one of them.
1: I was I was just about to say what is it going to be Mark Pirate? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. There it is. And there yeah. and there it is. I mean, he's pretty he's pretty like, you know, he's a he, he's a guy that Disney would be
0: all over. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Strawberry 17, that sounds like a a, a lady. Also sounds like somebody Disney yep. would be all over. Like. Luzu Games. And then the shocker here, especially for Disney, is Jack Septic who is one of those oh, dudes yeah. that screams his head off. For virtually everything and anything,
1: yeah. But he is pretty PG and PG screaming. Know, PG screaming. Mm. It's not. It's not my forte, but son
0: he, of a biscuit. Yeah, it's basically,
1: he's, uh, he he definitely is entertaining. I guess for people that watch him, Disney uh, World, you know, the younger younger crowd. So. Yeah. So it's those, not a bad lineup. It's not a no, bad lineup.
0: That's a you know that's forty three million subscribers worth of uh, uh, underneath those those folks. A that's a fair yeah. number of people, and so that's a big, a pretty big dealio for Twitch. Now we'll see how what comes out of this. I am not really sold on the Premier idea. I think it's a half idea, like it's a half baked kind of kind of deal. So, do you remember what the the Premier thing was? No, I don't know. I
1: just saw people tweeting about it. And yeah, that was that was pretty so, much. I didn't look too much into and it,
0: and maybe I'm misunderstanding it. I don't know. But when I when I read it, it looks to me like basically you you're doing like a YouTube video. Okay, so you have pre-recorded content. It's all edited. It's all whatever, and then you can you can set up a landing page for it on your Twitch page, and you can even get down to business like having a countdown timer to let you know here it comes. Everyone get ready so that they can all file in uh, and get ready to watch a movie, basically, I guess. It's like setting up a movie theater and then the, the thus the name premiere and then you the the video comes up and woo, here we go, here's the, 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 the video yeah. and then it's done and then that's it. And then it, it's it's gone. And you can choose to do reruns where it will pop up kind of like uh, kind of like vodcasting, I guess, yeah. for premiere. Yeah. Um and, and that and that's kind of what it what it's about. So it's a mixture of YouTube with the live interactivity of chat and um, I don't know it just seems weird it, it just seems weird to me because you might as well go the rest of the way like why not why not make vods and and all this stuff applicable in the premier space to the point where you're basically running a YouTube channel on Twitch this yeah. is what this is. Um, so maybe that's what's going to happen eventually anyway. Maybe they're just kind of tiptoeing their way over there. I don't know. Um, this isn't a feature I'm probably going to use. I, I, no. I imagine there are a good number of IRL people that'll make use of it. Um and uh and perhaps people I mean the only thing I could think of that I would use it for would be if be I like did.
1: esport VODs and stuff.
0: Yeah, esport VODs. I, I could do it for my reviews for games. I could I could say, look, guys, for subs here, i you're gonna get the first view. Adam reviews Wolfenstein 2! Yeah! It's like seven minutes. I hope you're there. <laughs> and then uh and then that's the show. Otherwise I, I can't see myself using it uh, as it is, but Yeah, it it does look like they're kind of tiptoeing their way towards basically a full-fledged YouTube. Um, I just hope that they, when they start adding all this stuff, the the thing that I, I always hope to hear from Twitch, and I never seem to hear it, in an appreciable way is how they're going to tackle discoverability because that's their, that's their biggest problem now. Like when YouTube, when you and I started about a year and a half into when we started and they changed how the gaming section of YouTube yeah. uh, was run. Or not even the gaming section, discoverability. There, there was a yeah, like whole... like on the front page and yeah, stuff. And then like... Uh, that just disappeared.
1: Did, yeah, everything just changed. And then it became really, really tough. Yeah. Now it's all about, um, you know, trending videos and things like that to get discovered. So it's a lot... It's a lot. I mean, there's so much stuff out there that I mean, you can make the argument for everything. Like, you know, why why can't this get discovered, or why can't this get discovered? So, I think at some point, um, it just becomes oversaturated, and it really is about what, how good your content is, and how much the community is sharing it and stuff like that, opposed to YouTube or Twitch or anybody giving any type of handouts. By pushing certain things now, both of them definitely push. They have their own agenda. They definitely push certain people, um, or or make it available for certain people to be found. But for the most part, for everyday people, I mean, it's it's a gong show. Yeah. Uh, you just kind of have to be on twenty four seven, and if you're not on twenty four seven, then. Tough bananas,
0: and the shittiest part is, even if you're on twenty four it seven, doesn't mean still, anything anymore. Yeah, it still doesn't mean anything. Anymore. No, like that used but to but mean to even something. Give yourself a
1: chance. You yeah. need to be on twenty
0: four seven. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, but yeah. So is there. YouTube is still struggling to find its footing. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what. I feel like I want to say I don't know what YouTube has to do and then I could just follow that up with well, well I do it's almost opposite of everything that they've done to this point <laughs> but you know it's more it's more complicated than that YouTube's YouTube's absolutely monstrous and the the you know the, the course of the last decade for them has been a a, a turbulent one at the best of times so um, while I agree with almost nothing that the new CEO has done <laughs> Since getting in, uh, at the same time, I imagine trying to make YouTube profitable for Google is a a task nobody Challenge. would really want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's 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 pretty it's pretty challenging to uh, to say the least. All right, well that's it for the uh, the the games and stuff. Oh, uh, uh, the last thing I guess I'd uh, put in here is Brian and I tomorrow get to throw ourselves into the wonderful world of Vampire Rain. Ooh, the, I have that game up there. What I have, no joke, is what I call the worst game ever made. And I have, Oof. I have. You now, hear me out. Oof. There might be technically worst games in terms of, like, let's say, Superman sixty-four. That's a pretty bad game. E.T. for the Atari. They filled entire landfills with that motherfucker. But Vampire Rain. Hear me out, okay? When people review video games. The numbers and movies, Jeff was the same thing for movies. If it's on a ten scale, what numbers do you always tend to see? If it's if it's if it's even just okay, how often does it dip below a seven? Mm. It's not very often. It it takes it takes some special stuff to go to a six. You might see a scant five. But when it's really bad, you know what they do? They don't stop on the way to four, three, two, or one. Oh no! Or four, three, or two. Sorry, they go all the way to one. There's no like the 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 no man's land of two, three, and four on a ten point scale. Nobody really explores that zone because if 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 you can critique a game or a movie so accurately to plant it in such a a uh, a clusterfuck of a zone, then it must truly be terrible. Because everyone else just goes straight to a 1. So don't buy it. Don't watch it. It's easy. There's no, there's no, oh, well, if you're, if you're a really big fan, this 3 to 10 might still be a watch for you. No. So they just go straight to a 1. So with Vampire Reign, not only did it have TV advertisements, it was backed, had a fair amount, like this wasn't like some, some low key backroom, you know, game. They had some, some hype behind this game. (laughs) When it got released... Many, many, many people gave this game threes out of ten. They mm. ventured into the zone where nobody goes, mm. and actually critiqued it and picked it apart, and didn't just give it a one because it was I too bad. It wasn't even it was it was too it was too bad to be given a one. It needed to be. It, people people almost got like got so upset with the game that giving it a one was too easy. Now was, now was a, that was personal. Now I have to give it a, a three, which is more damning than any one. Because what gets a one? Big rigs over the road racing. That's a meme. Mm. Your winner. But threes? Now you know it's fucking bad. <laughs> and Vampire Rain got lots of threes. In fact, I think it's aggregate is like 3.1 or I'll 3.4. Be
1: sure, I'll be sure to tune in and check it out. I have never seen it, so. Oh, it's it's. <laughs> <keep> it.
0: <laughs> Brian and I rented it when we were younger, and we played it for an hour. Took it back. Is terrible. And then we made a bet in a in a game of NHL. Best of five. Whoever loses has to beat Vampire Rain. I won. Brian never played it, so now he's gotta
1: Ah uh, now he's gotta do it. Now he's gotta do it. Get
0: fucked. Yep. So that's gonna be that's gonna be memes for sure. Uh alright, movies. Give me a give me a jingle for movies. Jingle me.
1: Movies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There was a little bit of like Doug in there, bro. The cartoon. Doug. Remember the cartoon oh. Doug? Yeah, I. Did you remember ever watch that? Oh, of course, but I don't remember the. And then there was like mouth pops dun, dun, dun. in the background, it was like. I,
1: I'd du, du, du. have to watch the the theme, but I definitely oh. have watched Doug for sure.
0: Mm, and then Disney bought them out, and it turned to shit. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> Thanks, Disney. It's like Obama, but worse. Shaq wants Shaq wants a role in the Avengers, Jeff. (laughs) Shaq Shaq is on crack. Can we get Shaq Fu in the Avengers? Can we get that? Can that happen?
1: Shaq wants to be in the Avengers. I heard this.
0: What if Shazam was in the Avengers? What if we could make that happen?
1: It'd be a joke. (laughs) Shaquille O'Neal campaigns for a role <laughs> in the Avengers. What the fuck, man? I mean,
0: what, what, like, what is he gonna play? <laughs> he wants to go up against Iron Man, bro. He wants to beat the shit out of Robert Downey Jr. That's what he wants.
1: You can't, you can't put him in because it's
0: just gonna ruin the complete <laughs> legitimacy of, of oh. Marvel. Like, it's oh just, sorry, Kazam, not Shazam. Shazam's an same, actual superhero. Kazam is what I meant thing. to say. Yeah,
1: same thing. Yeah. It's a no to Shaq. I'm sorry, Shaq. <laughs> huh. I'm sorry, Shaq, but
0: uh, <laughs> it's not happening. Oh, uh, I low-key low would love to see that shit, though. Uh, just because it would be so stupid. Uh, and now, I want, you know what needs to happen now? What we need to do is we need... Uh, once Obviously, this is now not going to happen. We need Shaq on Saturday Night Live doing his role in the Avengers.
1: Okay, that that I would I'd be down for. Yeah, but to legitimately see him playing some sort of villain role or something, and just seeing his big dumb ass. <laughs> oh, hey, how's it
0: going, <laughs> Iron Man? <laughs> Iron Man, you want to fight? What if you just covered his face up and just put a big ass suit on? Still He'd gonna be... know it, Shaq. to yeah, that's know true, Shaq. That's, I guess it's that's just, true. Can't do it. That's true. Um, <laughs> what if we just had Shaq and Charles Barkley do commentary over the Avengers? No, let's not, let's not touch any of that. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, in in slightly less comedic news, depending I guess on how you l- look at it, the Last Jedi got pulled from theaters in China uh, because because really? it, it made it made a earth shattering brace for it two point four million dollars in the second week <laughs> in the second weekend at Bob's no. office. No and way. After it was pulled, its grand total. In China, thirty-one million dollars. Can we all just pre- press F to pay respects to the last Jedi in China? You just take a okay. Tebow, a Bow knee. I wonder how one?
1: well it did. Uh, episode seven did in China.
0: Uh, that was like a hundred and twenty some million, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, Screen Rant has the the thing. I don't think I linked it though. I should have.
1: Crazy, yeah. Uh, so far, episode eight has made one point two six five billion in the
0: box office, um, and China contributed thirty one million of it. That's insane, isn't it? Though, isn't that crazy? I I kind of low key made a joke here in the in the in the notes for the show, and I said I guess that uh, that Finn romance didn't go over well enough. The Asian no, it didn't. The, the Asian character didn't pull in enough.
1: No. No it didn't we needed Not more even we needed bit. more Asian characters that's crazy I yep. would never have guessed it bombed that hard in, shouldn't uh, have killed uh, off Don China. again no you shouldn't have should have kept him yeah i I bet you that's probably the worst performing Star Wars movie in of China. all time yeah <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. That's discouraging.
0: That is, isn't it? <laughs> That's isn't that really not good? Like, uh, I guess, I guess, kudos for them for still cracking the top ten without China.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's Star Wars, but I mean, still, like, damn. I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to, I would have to look this up. Uh, Can we be real though? That the
0: episode eight was pretty bad, though. Can we be real? I yeah, mean, it was. It was. Uh, I don't blame China for saying no.
1: It definitely didn't live up to the hype. That's for sure. It, it it didn't it didn't completely let down, but it I definitely felt meh at the end of it. It was a little was lukewarm
0: just, on that. No pun intended.
1: I definitely left not giving a shit about the next one. Yeah, like, you know it's like whenever that happens, sure, but it, I didn't get excited. Like oh, I gotta wait two years for another one. Rah man. It's like
0: yeah, I'll live. <laughs> it's basically I'll live pretty uh, much. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, but yeah, so uh, Rip rip, China on uh, on the Star Wars front. Um, almost as bad, if not worse. Rotten Tomatoes mistakenly says John Carpenter is dead. Really? Straight up posted that <laughs> on... Uh, what was it? I saw it was an imager post and I saw it again on Screen Rant and uh, I can't remember where they posted it. Was social media and, and stuff and they were like, uh, something like John Carpenter would have been 71 or 70 or something or whatever uh, today and it was like a retrospective <laughs> and then he like tweets back it's like look I know I look dead <laughs> 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 but I'm not dead I'm not dead I'm not dead yet so that was pretty funny uh I, how do you do that do I don't do know that? I don't know he definitely does look dead oh 100% but... I, I've you know if I saw him nice. having, a, if I saw him asleep on a park bench in New York or some shit, I'd be like, "Yeah, that dude's dead."
1: Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. And that was on Rotten Tomatoes. Like yes. they made a post about him.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that was like a main post for it. That's freaking amazing. Wow. That's funny. Absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. And then uh, oh, here's here's to go and top it off. And then maybe I don't know how much we could drag this one this one out. Jake or Jake Yeldon uh possibly the batman replacement if ben affleck leaves thoughts mm. uh
1: you know i i wouldn't be mad about jake Gyllenhaal hall doing it but i d- i don't see it he, he definitely can gain the muscle and stuff like we saw it with uh he did a boxing movie and he got shredded well isn't he for that movie. isn't he
0: like you know pushing 5 foot 7 like how tall yeah. is jake Gyllenhaal hall really though I don't know. I, 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 I
1: could picture Jake Gyllenhaal being like an older Spider Man and not. Well, yeah, a, well he kinda looks like Batman, Toby Maguire
0: you know? in a weird way. Yeah. So I could see that. I yeah, I see Jake as, as Spider Man. In fact, in my head, I've mistakenly swapped out Jake Gyllenhaal for, you know, Spider Man in the past. So mm-hmm. he's got a sick beard though. So if we want bearded Spider Man or not Spider Man, <laughs> fuck me, there we go. Bearded Batman, we got it. Yep. Pretty dope beard. Anyone else no, you'd like I, to see as Batman? If it wasn't, if it wasn't, Jake Gyllenhaal.
1: You know, I really like Ben Affleck as 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 Batman.
0: I just do. Um, just he's got the face it. for it. He's got he's got you know he's got that jaw that if you dropped it on a small child, it would do severe damage.
1: I almost can't picture really anybody else playing Batman right now.
0: It's a hard role to fill. It's kind of like picking a James Bond. It's like when the people pick them, and you see it, you're like, you know what? That makes sense, yeah. And then you, and then somebody says, "Who would you like to see?" And you are like, "Fuck, if I know? I, uh, I don't, I don't know who that would be." Um, I see that that's the problem for me with Batman, the same as 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 Bond. It's it's a very difficult, even though half the time you are only seeing <laughs> the mouth yeah, and the the, the cutout of it. the eyes. I mean, it still somehow ends up looking weird. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know who else I would put in there.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure Jake Gyllenhaal, but you never know. You never know. I pff, I've tried to think about this before and then when Ben Affleck got announced, I was like, you know, what? I can kind of see this. And then when he gained a bunch of weight and the, and then like the 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 type of Batman he plays, I, I was like, okay, and I think he plays a good Bruce Wayne, a good Batman. Um you know, if he didn't do Bane, Tom Hardy probably he, wouldn't have sucked as Batman. Yeah, you could have done I, I but I like yeah, you know, yeah, I guess it depends on the version of Batman. I like Tom uh Tom Hardy a lot just cuz he can play like a, a darker um, meaner type of
0: guy that is What's still What's Tom likable. Hardy's range? Like has he done something that isn't like yeah, I'm only I'm only familiar with like his more recent stuff, right? So
1: No, he can act. He's he's done some he's done some really deep stuff before, but Yeah. Um He's kind of like tight casted, not not really tight casted, but he doesn't. You don't really see him in much else other than sort of these heavier action. He's approaching or these,
0: typecasted casted for sure. Yeah,
1: he's he's starting to get there. Um, but yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal is he's done all kinds of different stuff. So what's he been doing be recently? Like Jake I don't, Gyllenhaal. The last Jake Anything? Gyllenhaal movie that I watched was that I really loved was. Uh, uh, Nightcrawler? Or Night Watcher? Oh, it? The right.
0: That, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I forget what it's called. Yeah, um, I, saw, um, I saw previews something. for that. Yeah, like it, it was a... I think it was Night... Wasn't it Night Watcher? Uh, let me... I'm looking it up. I might just be making shit up in my head right now. No. Uh,
1: a Nightcrawler. Night- Nightcrawler. It
0: was Nightcrawler? Yeah, it's called Nightcrawler.
1: But I could not- actually picture Jake Gyllenhaal playing Nightcrawler. He's I was going to say, not related to X-Men... Yeah, he could definitely rock a uh, a Nightcrawler for sure. But um yeah, it's called Nightcrawler and that was really really good. That's the last Jake Gyllenhaal Hall movie I saw that I really really liked. Uh, Southpaw was pretty good too. I watched that on an airplane. I still like Nightcrawler oh, yeah, He, did, he
0: more. did like a he did like a it was a boxing movie or whatever. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. And he got he got jacked for that, so he could yeah, definitely yeah.
0: he could definitely get in shape for it. Steroids are a hell of a drug, Jeff. They definitely are. Uh, and they having the, are. uh, the ability to pay trainers to both feed and, and have you work out while taking steroids is pretty, pretty effective Yep. at, uh, at blowing people up for sure. There's very few, there's very few Dwayne, the rock Johnson's out there doing all their own shit <laughs> and getting jacked. It's more like, you know, somebody's getting paid. I'm not,
1: I'm not sure even Dwayne, the rock Johnson is clean. Oh the no, guys. I meant I meant in
0: terms of doing it all himself. Like he's oh, like okay. he doesn't have a trainer yeah, really yeah, do, yeah, he yeah. just goes yeah. and does his own thing, right? Yeah. I, I, saw somebody, very, I saw somebody I saw somebody chirp Dwayne's workout routine because it was like, it's so old school. It's like old school bodybuilding and it just not it's not very efficient. And I was like, Shut like, the dude, Shut the fuck Dwayne Johnson would crush man. you like a beer can. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> you and your little fucking Hugo boss underwear model bullshit, get that out of here dwayne the come on now know, God absolute freaking legend killing me softly anything else happened in the in the uh in the in the world of movies and t v you've no, come across
1: nothing crazy. I haven't even been to a movie since uh what did I see I thought I saw one after Star Wars, but maybe I didn't. There hasn't been a lot out. We, like, I ever was going to say arena are lull right now kind of. Well, January is always a really bad month for movies, mm. like a really really shitty month. Did you see the Shape of see Water?
0: It. No, I didn't see that. You should go see It's it good? Yeah. We went it, it was it was actually really good. I mean, you might you might you're going to probably do what I did at parts and go, "Oh, what the fuck?" But if you if you ignore those parts and you just look at it as the, you know, Guillermo del Toro world building cuz he's one mm-hmm. of the best in the business uh, for that, um, then you're you're gonna enjoy it. It's got, uh, what's this it's got, what's his face? Oh, my God. Um. I wish I was better with names with actors now. I'm so bad. with Like, unless they're freaking Will Smith. I literally, my brain's like, no, you don't need to remember that. You don't need to know who that is. Um... Has. I know
1: what's her face is in it. Uh Sally that, the black chick that's in like every every she oh, plays I'll like ta- a supporting oh, actress. She in every plays single she plays movie. the
0: stereotypical talkative black woman in yeah. in every and yes, she does, and she nails it. Uh she's you know? a good actress. Yeah. She uh she definitely Michael Shannon. There you go, yeah. I like Michael Shannon. I like him a lot. I think he yeah. does a great job uh, he's really good in this because he's got a, a, a what you I guess you would call a period face. Like he looks like he's from the fifties, forties, thirties. You could stick him in like a, a you know a, a wide cut suit and give him a fedora and all of a sudden bang done. Yep. Um, and he did a he did a really good job and everyone everyone smashed it in in the movie. But the the biggest thing for me when I watch any of Del Toro's movies is, is like from an artistic perspective that dude is in another universe uh, from other people. Like the what he can uh, come up with in his mind and and put together is quite something. His movies are always kind of simple in, like, thematically, and, and, uh, character development is always, like, kind of, there's not a huge amount of depth there, but it doesn't matter, it's kind of like, I kind of liken it to, um, to, to books that you would read when you're, um, you know, like, 10, 12 years old, where there's a really definitive beginning, middle, end, and you can really tell when the shifts in the narrative happen, and it's not, like, Hidden or whatever, and trying to be fancy. And for whatever reason, when I watch other movies that do that, I'm like, "Oh, this is cringy." But for his movies, they seem just seems to fucking work. Uh, and so, yeah, I would highly recommend checking it out. Uh, they did a, a a great job for sure.
1: It's definitely a movie I'd check out when it hits Netflix or yeah, for sure. Get it on demand. It's yeah, you don't need to see that to in the the run theater. To the theater
0: and see. But, no, no, uh, no, no, no. Definitely not. Doesn't
1: it? Didn't it? Definitely didn't look bad, and it's got good good reviews,
0: good ratings. So mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure, it was good.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, beyond that,
1: there's really not a whole lot to, a Whole lot in the movie world.
0: Okay, Cab says, the Christian guy from Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, exactly. They, Michael Shannon, the poor bastard. I don't know. Maybe I'm not the only one that can't remember his name. But, uh, yeah. Do you ever, because uh, we we're only 53 minutes in this podcast, do you ever have, like, times where, you know, there are a lot of amazing actors that aren't, I, I guess you could you like I don't know if I uh, would you call Michael Shannon a list really like he's yeah, he's a really good actor like, but he's not like, like let's make yeah. him the star of this movie type shit right yeah, yeah so do you ever do you ever end up watching movies where you have an actor or an actress that are like that and then you end up wanting to watch everything they've ever f- fucking done like is that a, that that's what happens to me it's kind of like. With Woody Harrelson, like, when I saw him again for the first time in years, and I really liked his role in something, and he wasn't, like, front and center, and I was like, shit, I, now I need to go and watch everything that Woody Harrelson's ever done. Uh, and and I kind of got that same thing here with Michael Shannon. I saw him in Shape of Water, and I was like, now I need to go watch everything he's done, because I really liked him in this one thing. Has that ever happened to you?
1: Not really, because I watch a lot of movies Yeah, you watch anyway, so many so anyway. anyway so typically, yeah. I've seen... Mm. most of what they've done. There might be, like, the odd movie that I hadn't seen. I, I did that with Denzel Washington. Like, when I got old enough to really appreciate the actor that he is, I went back mm-hmm. and watched pretty much all of his movies. Same with, like, Quentin Tarantino. Uh went back and watched a lot of his old films and stuff, but... Yeah, there's never, like, a time where I go to the movie theater and I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know, I have never seen him in this light or her in this light before. Mm. I need to go and, like, binge watch all of their old movies or something. Sometimes I'll see, like, a really good, say, Will Smith movie or something, and then yeah. I'll be like, man, I got to go watch Independence
0: Day or I got to go watch, Like, a you know, certain something. movie will, like, crop up because yeah. the character reminds you of a character they did in another movie yeah. or whatever, but yeah. beyond
1: that, uh, you know, I, I get I get that with new actors, where I'll see somebody like Adam Driver like when I first mm-hmm. saw Adam Driver I was like all about Adam Driver so I was like man I'm going to keep an eye on him and then of course he became like Kylo Ren and then he did some other some other smaller budget films I really enjoyed so um I get that with new people where I'll see them and I'll, same with the guy who played uh the bad dude in Star Wars the the redhead guy the, the Oh guy gets- that was
0: like that was almost like comedic in how over the top yes. he was yeah I can't yeah. think of his name but he did a great job of that character yeah I, I like him too and yeah. I've,
1: I've seen uh, some of his stuff and it, I took notice of him before he actually was big that, yeah. same with same with uh Adam Driver so that's usually how I get it mm. shout out to
0: Adam out Driver for being wider than my house <laughs> <laughs> that, dude, that dude he's a wide dude he's a wide dude he's so wide his head looks small <laughs> Apparently he's kind of self-conscious about his body. So now that this meme on the internet's taken off, all I can picture is like Adam Driver randomly like hitting up social media and being like, "Oh fuck me!" It's like it's <laughs> about bad. How enough. wide his body is? Yeah, just how like it's, it's like I don't know if it's that or he just doesn't like how he looks. The dude looks like he's jacked as fuck. I mean, is like is literally six feet across.
1: Yeah, he's not a small guy. No, and, uh, he was in the he was in the the army before. He was a marine was or something. Yeah, he was a marine. And yeah. he started up like a, a non profit for Marines. Um and he started acting and He seems uh, like a really
0: awesome dude in
1: general. Oh he is. Like he yeah. did a Ted he did a TED talk. you should definitely oh, check. Oh did it he out. seriously? So, oh no, you know like, what? I, I saw yeah. that TED talk. It's really good. It was a good and, TED talk. I forgot I watched that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he's not a small dude for sure. <laughs> no, no. He's not like super jacked, but he could definitely, no. if he needed to play a role where he was big. I mean, it wouldn't be a problem for him. To I can't slap even. Can on, can you imagine like, him on of muscle?
0: Can you imagine him on roids? No. When you start six feet wide to begin with, you start slapping on muscle. He's gonna have to walk through doors sideways, be like, skit Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was too funny I just like the, the stuff that's coming out of that meme though is amazing I've seen pictures where it's just static and it bounces up and down and his titties are just fucking flopping all over the place there's some really there's some really good stuff out there for that meme um yeah oh you know what you you said something that that uh I didn't write it down here I don't think but it was something that uh, you uh, reminded me I read uh Quentin Tarantino doing a movie and um Star Trek no uh, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio is in it. It's old? No.
1: Are you talking about a new one that's coming
0: up? Or yeah, it's like a, 1969 or something. Um uh, let me see here. Nineteen
1: sixty-nine. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to see this Mm-hmm. One. Uh Leonardo DiCaprio's character revealed in Tarantino's next movie.
0: Interesting. I just saw because I was like, I know you it's, I know you're a DiCaprio oh, the 19,
1: dude. Yeah, nineteen sixty nine project. Yeah. Yeah. It's in pre production right now, so Yeah. Uh Leonardo DiCaprio and uh Margot Rob Mar- Margot Robbie or however you pronounce her name. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Hey, she's awesome too. Interesting, very yeah. interesting. Yeah, I was. Like, I mean, we don't know much about it. I'm sure we're not we're not going to know much about it. A TV actor and his stunt double embark on an odyssey to make a name for themselves in a film industry during the Charles uh, Manson murders in 1969, Los Angeles.
0: Trying to make the it's basically about trying to make the leap from TV to movie, and then all during that time with Charles Manson and everything going on, and and uh, sounds like a Sounds like a Tarantino project, <laughs> yeah. to say the least, and the fact that, you know, can you go wrong with Tarantino and, and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio being together? I don't think- No. I don't think you can. No. No. I don't it, think it's, you can. It's worked before, it'll work again. Yeah. Yeah. So, keeping tabs on that bad boy. That is all I have. We are a blistering hour in to this podcast, and we have burned through all of my material. Hey- Concise is nice. This is true. I guess. I guess that's. I guess that's very true. It also rhymes. Great rhyme. There but it I'm is. not. A, but I'm not a rapper. But I'm not a
1: rapper. <laughs> um, all right. Let's check out the. Yeah. I'm.
0: I'm, I'm pulling the the tech support stuff up now. We have an an amazing eight questions right now. Okay. To pick from. Uh, in fairness, I only posted this two hours ago. So you know, knowing this, I should have posted it 15 minutes ago. We'd have 80 questions. <laughs> This is kind of how it seems to... how it seems to be working. Uh, you see a teaser on TV. This comes from Mr. Hag. You see a teaser on, uh, on TV. You'll never believe what escaped from the Halifax Zoo! Not that we have one, but let's pretend we do. Coming up on News at 10. What animal are you hoping to see helicopter footage of running around downtown? An animal from the zoo. I'll, I'll say animal or animals. Like it, it doesn't have to be a singular, like one. Because otherwise, it's just whatever. let just... uh,
1: I would like a, just a whole pack of penguins. Just, just, just an entire just, army just penguins of penguins just marching down <laughs> down the road. Just, just going down Just beelining it. Yeah, I think
0: that'd be funny. Getting stuck at the Quimpool Roby intersection because nobody understands what the fuck the lights mean. And they're not going to hurt anybody, and it's no. penguins. <laughs> so I think it'd be funny. I'm going to counter that with, with, with 1,000 Canadian geese that are pissed off. Oh, shit. <laughs> That'd be a bad time.
1: <laughs> That'd be a bad time.
0: Children would be dying. Pillage just to be a war zone. They'd bring in the army for that shit. They have tanks and everything. need RPGs to stop 1,000 pissed off Canadian geese. It'd be brutal.
1: Um, all right, so Stefan asks, uh, what TV
0: show would you recommend to binge? I'm going to say uh, the first one that popped in my mind when you said that, I've been thinking, Freaks and Geeks. One season, you can binge it real easy, and it's one of those shows that I'm salty as hell <laughs> that they didn't continue it. Uh, when they had the chance, because of all of the coming-of-age shows that I've watched, and I love watching coming-of-age shows, for some reason, I think, obviously it speaks to everyone, because everyone fucking has a coming-of-age moment in their life, it's just the way that it goes, um, they 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 nailed it, they fucking nailed it, and uh, uh, yeah, I wish they'd got more seasons, but definitely, I would say that would be one off the top of my head that I would think of uh, to do that. Uh, Mine would be...
1: To binge... I'm going to go with Lost.
0: Oh, that's... Man. You're going to need an IV? Yeah. If you're going to binge Lost. It's a long, it's it's a long
1: show. It's a long show. But the reason why I say to binge it is because it's actually... Every episode ends on a cliffhanger and it is exciting to kind of see... Mm. The way things go. Like The show does get kind of stupid, but... It's also pretty, pretty fun show to to binge
0: watch. I so tried to get I'll into the Lost. the Lost about four times during its actual TV running, like when it was still being broadcast, and I could not, for the life of me. I think the most I watched was like four episodes in a row, and I just couldn't. Really? I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. I I I never found a character that I really cared about. So I guess that was probably the problem. Um, it wasn't like the. It wasn't that you know. The what is this island thing all about, you know, obviously that was intriguing, but that wasn't enough for me to want to keep watching. I wanted to actually give a shit about one of the characters on on the screen. But, uh, yeah, definitely one of the more well-handled shows to a point. Yeah. I guess I've heard a lot of people, I haven't watched it, but I heard a lot of people were like, the tail end of that one got a little... <laughs> yeah, it did. Got a little off course. It did. <laughs> Just a little off course. I'm going to add one more into the ring, and I'll allow you to add another one if you want to. This one, this one's going to make you fucking salty. (laughs) Terrace House on Netflix. Oh
1: my god, you and this fucking
0: show. Everyone that I've turned on to that show has been a complete crack addict for that show. I don't know Uh, what it is. I've never been somebody to watch that type of show ever. It doesn't matter if it was scripted or not. I don't give a fuck. All I know is that when I sit down and I watch Terrace House, I just want to watch more Terrace House. The next episode comes on, I'm already ready. 4.30 in the morning, don't give a fuck. Just keep bringing Terrace House. I Just keep giving it to me. It's amazing. Definitely. Now, the first season that was on Netflix, definitely better than the second, but both of them worth watching, and I guess they're bringing back more. And I'm I'm jazzed. Give me more Terrace House. I want all of it.
1: Forever. Uh, my second one would be Breaking Bad. That's definitely my second one. So that is a, that's a show. very good one. Yeah, it's a good one to binge. It's a bit heavy to binge. Like I, I have binged it before. It does get a little, little much because it is. It becomes a pretty dark show. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's an amazing show. I've seen it twice and uh, definitely worth a binge watch.
0: Yeah, uh, it took me forever to get into it to, to get into it, and by that I mean to start watching it, and then I watched. It was like, the way that it ended up happening was I watched like the first two seasons and then it got way too heavy for me. I couldn't, I was just like, I'm watching it and it's good, but I'm not feeling great when I finished watching an episode. And so I needed to stop and then I went back afterwards and I finished the rest of it. Yeah. Great, great show. And one of the best ways to end a show I've ever seen, everything was just, it just all worked really well. So I agree. That's a, that's a a good one for sure. Um. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Jorbach asks if and when StarCraft three ever drops. What do you think might be uh might be a good fourth race? Evil robots, more aliens, unique tech tree, UED. What do you think? What would you like? If there was a fourth race, what would you might what would you uh like to see?
1: Uh Dang. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I think, I think like a robot race would be cool. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Evil, evil, I don't know about evil robots, but I think just robots in general and how they, you know, how they, uh oh, I don't know, I haven't really thought about that. I have always kind of envisioned another human race, uh, a secondary human race from another colony or another planet of some sort. But, um
0: yeah, I like the idea of a, uh, ...of a robot race? You know what I would go for? I would go for some... There's probably some way to make this happen in the lore. Infested Terrans that didn't completely lose their minds... ...and colonized other worlds after it happened. And then eventually got to a point... ...where they were sizable enough... ...and now they're their own thing... ...and they're entering the fray. Uh, I think that would be kind of a cool... ...a cool concept uh, to have. And they they ended up being like their own... ...their own thing would be kind of would be kind of neat that or because I don't think you really add like I don't want to see like a oh here's an entire race of artificial intelligence I think that's it's kind of played yeah. out uh, yeah. a bit too much um I wouldn't mind seeing like a here's a a sect of the protoss race that w- is is ancient as all hell and wasn't part of the main line and they just came out of deep space shit and here we are and they're not happy <laughs> I don't know, but, like, something like that I, I think would be kind of cool, and the only way that I think that it would really work within the, the StarCraft universe, because I, I don't I don't know if people would really go for an, uh, a pure artificial intelligence type thing, which is really the only other thing, that I think, other than making... Because what do you do? The Zerg are... The Zerg and the Protoss represent kind of... Three things. The Zerg represent the, the classic, like, space zombie, space infestation. It's the flood from Halo. It's the, you know, whatever type type deal. Yeah. And they also represent kind of like the, the grotesque alien, you know, kind of trope. And then Protoss is the enlightened, all-powerful, technological alien trope. So the only other way to go is artificial intelligence made by probably the Protoss and... Oops! Here we are, and then you have a Mass Effect storyline, and fuck. So I, I don't know. So maybe just having the the infestitarian or something would be kind of would be kind of neat.
1: Uh, let me see here. <clears throat> Jeez, what is the sexiest animal? This comes from uh, <laughs> Chico.
0: Are we trying to get low key? What's the figure- sexiest? They're trying to pin us for being furries, Jeff. It's not wrong with being a little furry. We are mammals. It's debatable.
1: Uh, <laughs> sexiest animal?
0: The titty milk alien from uh, episode eight.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> um,
0: uh, hmm. I don't, I mean, if you go by, if you go by what, um, Disney, uh, turned us all into, um, into, you know, furries when we were children, I mean, they're, the, the standard ones are like uh, cats, uh, you know, cats of various descriptions, um, you know, tends to be the, the main route.
1: I'll go. I'll go with. I'll go with that. Like, yeah, I, that's all I could think of. I'm not. Thing, I'm not going to yeah. be like
0: you know, a monitor lizard's pretty fucking hot. Like, I don't. I don't yeah, think no, you know. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know what else. Uh, what else you could chase down for that? It's probably. And there's a reason why that's a thing, and it's you know, thanks Disney, for the second time this podcast. Thanks Disney, for, <laughs> for some interesting social circles. Um. When was the last time you changed your... This is from Sam Ostrom. When was the last time you changed your opinion or belief about something important? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't really... I would say the one that I can think... There's probably something that's happened more recently i would imagine but the one that always comes to mind and the one that i always tend to uh, remind um reminded some when i was working at the summer camps and 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 uh was working with a lot of people along well, jeff knows where we grew up yeah. lots of lots of parental units that weren't particularly phenomenal parental units um the thing that that not everyone but but a good chunk of people I think eventually come to the to the realization uh, but it, there's a it's a switch that turns on your mind and it says uh, you know you come to the conclusion that your parents for the first time you re- you realize that your parents are fallible there it's it's possible for them to be wrong about something it's possible for them to not know how to do something even if you have like amazing parents and every time you've gone to them they've had the answer to whatever it is, that you bring to them because life experience or whatever, um, there are there is going to be a moment where you catch your parents in a moment of, of of fallibility, and then you and then it hits you and you're like, holy shit, my parents are actually just people, yeah, they're human. <laughs> they're humans, and uh, sometimes they don't know what the hell they're doing either, and uh, that's a that's an important thing to realize because when you're in your when you hit your twenties. And especially, I would say the next point is when you're becoming a parent. If you go down that road, um, is you always feel like when you're younger, you always think to yourself, or many people do. I won't say everyone, but many people think to themselves, "When I'm older, I'm I'm going to know how to do everything. I'm, it's going to be I'm going to be comfortable. You know, I'm not going to be socially awkward anymore. Talking in front of people will be fine. I'll know how to do you know the bills and the groceries, whatever. I know it'll be fine because I'll be older. And that's what adults do. They just know." They just know everything because they're an adult. And then when you hit adulthood, you realize everyone's flying <laughs> by the seat of their pants and nobody knows what yep. the fuck they're doing. And it's yep. just. It's a big just trying to find your way like Ray Charles in a fucking corn maze. Just it's true. Fucking, I just punched punched my microphone. But yeah, that that's basically life. And and when you realize that, and and a lot of the times for me. Uh, And for other people, I'm sure as well, that gets triggered when you finally see your parents make a blunder uh, and you recognize it because you're old enough to recognize it. Your parents obviously made mistakes when you were kids, but you don't 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 recognize it. it. And then when that happens, you're like, oh yeah, oh shit, mom and dad are actually people. And so that's probably, you know, your opinion changes from my parents can't possibly, you know, be wrong because they're my parents and I have to listen to everything they say and blah, 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 blah to nope, they're just a person. Uh, That's probably the one I would I would pick up.
1: I'm probably gonna cheat and pick the same thing because it does make sense. Mm. It really does. Like, um, you know, nobody's perfect, and you know, think that your parents have all the answers, but you know, they're like everybody else. They don't have all the answers. Typically, when you become a parent, you you do. You just wing things. You just like there's no there's no guide. There's no manual on how to do things. You just kind of do them, and uh, that's the. I guess the beautiful thing is yeah. everybody just kind of learns, you know, there's a lot of things I've learned from my parents that I've changed my perspective on just from being an adult and figuring things out my own way. It doesn't mean that they were totally wrong. It just means that maybe what they did isn't necessarily what I do or whatever the yeah. case may be. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's a, I think that's a good one.
0: And then sometimes it brings into it brings things into focus. You know, when you're younger and you you see your parents do something and you're questioning, what the hell are you thinking? Yeah, you know this isn't right. And then you get to you get to a point where in your life where you have to make the same decision and you go, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now it makes sense. Yes, yep. and it's funny because parents. Oh, I mean, it's the oldest joke in the book. You know, when you're. When you, you know, when you have to do it, when you have kids, you're going to see what it's all about. And they're always poking you with that shit. And you're like, nah, fuck off. That's whatever. Nah, I'm going to be so different. And then you get to that point. You're like, fuck. And then, you know, your mom's in the background going, I told you, told you so. I told you, I told you, I'm bringing it back. Here's my moment. Here's my moment. Uh, Hmm. well, yeah, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be real with you. I have nothing else left in this podcast that I can talk about. Neither do I We have no questions left, but
1: it's like, it's like a good, I don't know. Let us, uh, let us,
0: let us know. I know on on iTunes and stuff, you can't necessarily, there's no, I wish there were comments for every episode that you could like go check out or something, but there's no real way for that to, to, to happen. So if you're listening to this on iTunes and you have this on YouTube or something, go hit us up with a comment and let us know if this is, you know, hour and 15 minutes ish. You know, maybe that's know okay. Short. And
1: it's because there's no third guy, right? So you can't like add in his yeah, exactly. On everything. So exactly. You could probably add like another 15, 20 minutes if Panic was here, but yeah, um, yeah. So let us or know how you that... and I, I. I think it was a. I was fire. Well, I felt. I felt, well. I felt.
0: I felt good about this mm. <clears> one. <throat> Feeling good about it, uh, but yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's pretty much all we have. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go over to the end screen where we have our lovely, fabulous, beautiful Patreon producers keeping this baby going full steam ahead every are- week. Jetrix, who refuses to leave the $500 <laughs> slot. I don't know what he's doing, but bless the black tar heroin business must be doing gangbusters right now. Postal Panda, also at the $250, continues... To stay there, and the new one that you just asked the question for there at the end, Chico, two hundred and fifty dollars. Ooh, damn, Chico. I felt bad because the website didn't update the the stuff last week, so I thought that everything was the same. So I didn't have his name last week. He's been with us since last week on that two hundred and fifty. Damn. So shout out to shout out to Chico on that bad boy, and then of course many of these folks here since the dawn of time. Fry C., Derek P., Naily, Adam B., Jamaican J., Jorbok, Toad of Steel, and Matthew M. Ringing in the new year with continued $100 supports. Bless you all, gentlemen. Uh, as I've said every week for about six months now, your packages are coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for real this time, because uh, because there are labels put on boxes... And, and somebody who's probably throwing them like a baseball is going to deliver it to your house eventually, uh, in the not too distant future. So you can look forward to, to having that. Uh, and I look forward to it being done so that I can see stuff roll in on Twitter and be like, oh my God, thank the Lord Jesus. People actually are holding their posters in their hands. I can sleep at night. Yeah. Uh, so look forward to that as well. We will be back, I believe next week, uh, in some capacity. So you can look forward to that, and we look forward to seeing you. If you want to watch the show live, head on over to twitch.tv slash technicalalpha. We'd love to see you. If you want to support the show, you get on uh, on to that patreon.com slash technicalalpha, or you can just head to technicalalpha.audio, uh, and you can listen to episodes there, download them, uh, see the Patreon wall there, and, uh, and, and get all the links to these places that I just talked about all there on the main website itself. Thank you so much for listening and watching, guys. We really do appreciate it. Uh, We'll see you guys next week, and until we do, peace!